we are on the dog days of summer. There's really not a ton of hockey to talk about. Uh, really? UND committed a 17-year-old from Fargo. If anybody wants to say anything nice, go for it. I did see that. I um, But it's it's funny because I was talking to Matt, and I'm like, you know, I don't remember a lot about him. And he's like, it's because he left. Yeah. <laughs> so right. I'm like, because when they said Fargo Shanley player, I'm thinking, O'Neal from Shanley. I'm thinking, yeah. I, you know, like, I get I get the privilege of watching a lot of high school hockey, and I'm thinking that's not ringing a bell. He's like, because he played for one year. Yeah, I and think he's an eighth grader, if I remember yeah. right. And then left in the development program and has been back and forth. So, um, yeah. So I have some, uh, I guess, Corey, you might want to plug your ears for this part. But I, I have friends that are involved with uh, Fargo baseball. And uh, <laughs> got to know the young man a little bit through that, through these guys. He's also a, a baseball player in Fargo, or I guess former baseball player in Fargo. I'm sorry, it's a, it's a Pavlov reaction every time you say yeah. those two words together. Fargo baseball. So it, it makes you feel better. My Fargo baseball connection is through a former uh, assistant coach of mine at the Grand Forks youth hockey level. Doesn't make me feel better, no. Okay. Fair <laughs> I also have a Fargo baseball hat. So I'm going to go for Halloween as Corey's nemesis. It's almost it's almost better than my costume. Uh, I have a UND um, hockey coach's jumpsuit. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that, so I go every uh, Halloween as Jason Allman. Okay. Ju- ju- like one piece jumpsuit what are we talking about no, no we're talking about the coaches uh ds uh pants and jacket matching oh, okay yeah. they were gifted yeah tracksuit excuse me yeah they, they were gifted to me by a uh, certain jason almer and and then to uh repay his kindness i turned it into a joke about him i think that's fair as but as one of uh i think two saskatchewan people in town i feel i sort of have to stick up for him a little bit you should yeah yeah, I think that's fair. So, part of me, I I love anytime UND takes North Dakota hockey boys. I love it. I think that's I'm that's a good point. Completely yeah, completely on board with it. I love it. I love when they keep local kids. Um, I it makes it a lot of fun. Um, and I don't want to brag to you guys, but here I go. Um, I now have a family member, a part of the UND hockey administration. Um, my niece Bailey who is a wonderful young woman, um, she's 27 years old, who has Down syndrome. Um, Bailey has been taken on. She even gets like a suit, like a track suit. No kidding. Um, as, a, as an assistant manager. And they she had a meeting with the coaches and she got to tour the facility and she got a schedule for the days that she comes to help out and she's over the moon. So yeah, like, Wendy Hockey just shot up hugely in my book um because i i just think that's really wonderful and i hope that not just for bailey but i hope that they continue to give this opportunity to other special needs individuals i think it's so cool i love it i just i i love anytime organizations like that um do special things for special people I love, you know, and I think that really answers one of the questions I had for you today, Kelly, which is why won't Bailey follow us back on Instagram? She's been fighting <laughs> us now. Listen, she went to prom with Brock Besser. She, it takes a little bit more for a follow back from her. I will pressure her, um, but she knows people in high places. She is way better than me. Um, I mean, I, she's the only person who can say that she went to prom with Brock Besser. He didn't go to his own prom. Right. And he right. took Bailey to her prom. I to mean, be fair, 
who wants to go to prom in Burnsville, right? Right. <laughs> right. Hey, I spent the weekend in Burnsville this last weekend, and I wholeheartedly endorse your statement, Kyle. <laughs> now, now Corey's big timing us. <laughs> You said you had no hockey to talk about. That's all I did this weekend. So there you go. Yeah. Well, that's that's fair. Um, Corey, I'm going to give a real brief shout out to your youngest son, Parker. Oh, what do you do uh, this I, No, th- this is hey, this is all this is all Parker. I think you'll be impressed. I was tasked with refereeing a peewee hockey scrimmage. Ouch. Yeah. Um Kelly's son scored the series winning goal after um, tripping me all the way down that he was tripped. Like, just concentrate on the puck, young man. He did come home outraged over oh. the lack of ball. I, I, well, I said, hey, I understand uh, that's what you call a riverside hello. Go back to yep. that. And that, that, that did not move the needle with that young man. Uh, no. It was a very highly contested game. There was uh, an alleged goal that was, it was a, um, a wraparound attempt. There was a scrum of kids on top of my boy. Puck was on the line. I couldn't see it because the uh, as the dad started to filter in, I, you know, I was getting suggestions from the bench. I'm like, hey, a lot, lot of skates around, guys. Get on the ice. Um, <laughs> some thought it was in, some thought it was isn't, thought it wasn't. Grab Parker, took him to the corner. I'm like, hey, you need to tell me straight up. He goes, it wasn't all the way in. <laughs> so which which reminds me of, sort of, of Corey's, what I heard about Corey's promise. Oh, actually. here we go. <laughs> well, it's a technicality. What? No, you what? can't use those statements together, Kyle. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so sort of a shout out to, uh, I appreciated Parker's honesty. Um Though, to be fair, it was his team that would have been scored on, so. Uh, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. But I think if anybody on the ice would have given me the straight dope, it was him. Yeah, yeah uh, for sure. Because that's a group That's a group of bold-faced liars that you were coaching right there. The that, that level of outrage that those boys muster when they feel wrong. And they will, they'll go down with the ship on it as well. Yeah. Like, they yeah. will not, like, there's not, like, you have to usually go, Carter, you, look at Carter Bina and go, Carter, what actually happened? Cause he, he will, he'll usually cop to it, but yeah, don't nope. look to my kid. My kid will stick with it all the way that for his team. Yeah. I don't know. He, yeah. He, oh, I'm sorry, Corey, go ahead. I was going to say that breaks one of my other billion Cardinal rules, which is never trust a Bina. I mean, Cassidy's <laughs> okay, but the name wasn't originally hers. So never trust a Bina. And new to it. Yeah. That's, that's Oh, I do like Aaron Bina. He's a nice guy. <laughs> that Aaron is especially yeah, nice. Good dude, Aaron right? and Kristen are both good people. I guess dudes. That Tony guy mostly. That yeah, 50-50. Okay. We did ask him to be a guest. Oh, so. we will. We will. Yeah. No, yeah, I'll uh, and I guess that's another thing. I should mention I we have a uh, an eclectic group of guests stacking up well into the fall. It's all over the map. Uh, it's a really good mix of um, people we know and people we don't know. So really just, uh, I guess, as a warning and a, and a treat for our five or six of listeners, <laughs> you'll be pleasantly surprised come fall and early winter when we roll this collection of guests out. Now, one final, oh, uh, Dales. Uh, Corey is one of two people in Grand Forks that like Dales. The other one is our good friend and former guest, Matt. Dales Pale Ale. 
You know, Kyle, uh, after last week's debacle of the worst, and I will say it may, Natty Daddy's might be the worst beer I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And I've drank some swill in my time. Sure. <laughs> but Dale's, Dale's, uh, Kyle dropped off a Dale at my place. And I have to say, I'm pleasantly surprised. I thought it would be nearly the poison attempt on my life that the Natty Daddy was. But <laughs> if you like hoppy beers, this is a very solid beer. Yeah. So, and to break the chain of custody, I had my eight-year-old take that over yeah. rather than me. For the record, <laughs> you've now just agreed on a, uh, you know, you've created video evidence of your eight-year-old carrying me a beer. Again, I'm not licensed in North Dakota. I think we've been through this. <laughs> I am, and also, I'm I'm an immigrant to the country. I'm not familiar with the vagaries. Not well versed in the law. Right. So, uh, diplomatic community. I'm new to the country. I'll just go home. You name it. You let you let me know. If what exists. Kyle, if you've watched our movies, you know what we do to people with diplomatic immunity. Yeah, I've seen. I watched Rambo three the other day. Uh, Canada question, Kyle. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I didn't Google it because I thought I would Kyle culture it instead. So this morning I'm at Caribou. Yeah. And I'm behind a Saskatchewan license plate. Oh, great! Only and underneath, to... the motto said "Land of the Living Skies." Yeah. What is that? <laughs> uh, that is a much derided new slogan um, for Saskatchewan. It's, call it 10 to 12 years old. Um, very unpopular at its inception. Uh, as I understand it, very unpopular now. A lot better named. It was Canada's breadbasket, uh, the land of 10,000 potholes. Hey, welcome to the third world, whatever you want to use. But there are so many better slogans than land of living skies. What are living skies? That's what I was. Well, I think it refers to. to the Northern Lights. Um, oh, okay. So uh, Saskatchewan also has that North Dakota esque weather, where it's, it's different every half hour. You know, a bell chimes, you get new weather. So <laughs> it rolls the new weather. Right. Where? Yeah. Whatever you want to hang your hat on, that that's what they're getting at. So. Okay. All right. I just I wondered, and I thought I'm going to ask Kyle. I think oh, and, he might and, know and the you, answer to this question. Yeah. I, I've got. I've got it. Saskatchewan. You couldn't afford Minot, so come here. That's right. Lower or, your standards because yeah. we don't want to lower ours. Exactly. <laughs> Saskatchewan, come see our people in Minot. <laughs> Saskatchewan, welcome to a place where it's better than the people of Walmart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's fair. Also, you're still still way too many syllables in Saskatchewan. No. Oh, that's right. Saskatchewan. Yeah. Yeah, and no. Kelly, you're doing okay, but Corey... He's getting every letter. Sacagawea's gone. Yeah, Sacagawea's gone. Nailed it. Our guest has joined us in the waiting room. Andrea has a young man that um, has played his entire career in the Grand Forks youth hockey system and is about to depart for junior hockey. So, I want to get our thoughts on that and whether or not she's willing to join. Um, well, let's call it the production crew of um, Mom Dorm. Dorm moms. What do we call our movie? Um, mom dorm. Yeah. Mom dorm. Yeah, the other way around sounds altogether too adult movie esque. Right. Well, I, either way, that's what we're going for. But uh, um, that is in development, both the actual dorm and the and the film. So let's uh, let's welcome Andrea. Welcome Andrea Reynolds, hockey mom and certified milf. On on time. And early, she can live in dad house next summer. That's right. Dad house is just a thing, not a movie. 
shit that nobody wants to nobody, nobody wants to watch dad house not nearly as sexy as mom norm well i mean you got to tell me which dads are there maybe maybe matt pre when he had the long hair then i'm in <laughs> it's so far it's me matt and, and tom bach you're, you're welcome to join our only thing is we're going to play golf and we're going to show up to everything on time hard pass okay <laughs> is it the on time part Corey? Yeah, it's, you know, it, it may be I'm worried about the attire. I don't think I'll fit in. Corey, do you golf? No, God, no. In fact, the, while we're killing some time as our guest joins us, um, we're about hey. to take the... Oh, welcome, Andrea, to the show. Thank you. You are <laughs> our third guest. Thanks. Our first lady. Okay, I, I'm happy to be here. Thank you. You're you're quite welcome. Wow. Yeah, we got to work on that. That's way too polite. Yeah. yeah you'll, you'll get it after a few minutes. Um, <laughs> you'll, you'll get the feel. Andrea, we're Read waiting room. for you uh, to do our favorite segment of the show, which is what's everybody drinking tonight? Mm. Well, I'm drinking water. What? I know. <laughs> I know. Mom but water? not even mom water. The problem that I have is tomorrow is girls golf um you already yeah you're giving your liver an off day before it has to do some serious work yeah i respect that because yeah. i just i just got home from a you know eight day vacation where i had mm. to retrain myself not to drink every evening <laughs> yeah. i noticed a uh by noon every get yeah. real comfortable with day drinking real real tough time real tough time for kyle Went out in the deck every night, rocked on my little rocking chair. Nobody came over. No Reynolds. I know. No Reynolds. I also didn't I'm have sorry. my lockout for eight days. I know. We had a great time with them, though. Thank Good. you. I'm glad to Thank hear. You. Yeah. I was hoping for a a little note from my Lawndarts or like a, a Skype call, but. We, we were hoping to remember to buy you a postcard. And I was in Cass Lake 1,700 times, but. No postcard? I never remembered. No, I am sorry. We dropped the ball, Kyle. That was... Hey. Andrew, if you would have went to the casino gift shop, I bet you would have found a postcard, okay? Casino gift shops are absolute buried treasure, okay? You want a license plate frame? You got it. You want dice-shaped salt and pepper shakers? Have we got a deal for you, okay? So you would have found a postcard. Well, the next time I'm in Cass Lake, I'm absolutely heading for the gift shop. Wonderful. Yep. You're exactly right. I should have. Hey, what yeah. a rookie move. It's okay. Right. We're happy to have you back on, on Desiree, okay. Andrea. Yep. Uh, okay. So I said I'm drinking a, a, a weird beer, Andrea. I see that. Yes, not, not Bushlight. Uh, you're drinking water. Corey's drinking a Dale's. And last but not least, Kelly. I'm back on the canned can. wine. Like a classy, classy broad. Is that yeah. the Pinot Noir or Moscato? It's, it's Moscato because Pinot Noir is for classy people and Moscato is for trashy people. So uh, that's right in my wheelhouse. Andrea, there's one of those in my uh, garage fridge if you need it. A Moscato. Top shelf. Oh. Where all the classy oh. stuff is kept. It's like uh, alcoholic white grape juice. So... Yeah. Do the right yeah. thing, Andrea. Send your husband for booze. Do it. <laughs> he knows the code. He can He's hear me. Even, they they can't hear me. I'm in my office and no one can hear me. 
No one's yep. even paying attention. Wait a minute. This is your office? This is my home office. This and is where you I... let your husband put deer up in your... You are a wonderful woman. I have I told didn't... Matt, a deer head better not cross the threshold of that household. That is garage territory, <laughs> and I will not allow it. Like, no, well, it won't cross the threshold. I had my choice. It was either... I tried the garage. I pushed for the garage. No, it was either living room or office. Wise choice. And I was like, you made the right office. <laughs> oh, um, those will look great in the office. <laughs> there's more. There's four more on this side. Oh, no. I, I I didn't have a choice. I had to give on this. That's true. You, know? you live with a lot of boys look, like I do. I don't oh, have a yeah. problem with the deer, Andrea. What I have a problem with is the fact that each single deer in that wall is giving me the 2 a.m. bar closing eyes. Like They're just looking at your soul saying, it's late. It's probably time we should go home. Yeah. No, you if you look home? really close, if you look really close, one of them is smiling. I'm not sure which one it is. We, we call him Smiley. Shane... Uh, he that was his first attempt at stuffing a deer. And she has taxidermy, uh, and we've never known this. Oh yeah. Oh damn. And I just learned this. This is just in. One of these deer also has the ears on the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look close. So it, it, it's too bad. We're looking for our second recording. sponsor, Andrea. So if Sheen's taxidermy and other stuff wants to jump That's in. Right. Yeah, fun fact, I also know how to do taxidermy. Shane and Andrea's yeah. taxidermy and other stuff. Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't really participate, but I know. That's like your guys' sexy time is like reincarnating on dead plan. animals. I get yeah. it, that's sexy. I understand. With, with a scalpel, scraping off parts and shit. Listen, you guys could have a TikTok page and be successful because um, I've seen... There's there's taxidermy TikTok and there's also now here's a new one freeze drying your pet TikTok. There's a market if you want to pay your dog dies or your cat dies they will freeze dry it so you can keep it forever. It's a real thing. Corey, looks like you have a question. Yeah, can can we work your business tagline is uh, Shane and Andrea uh, taxidermy? We'll stuff it while you watch. <laughs> we'll stuff it while you watch. <laughs> Had that sexy. Yeah, we, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Definitely use right, that. This stuff writes itself. It does. It really does. You know, your your whole law degree was a waste. Right? <laughs> it really it was. <laughs> hey, join the alleged, alleged law degree. <laughs> Allegedly. You did that for your, you, you made your parents proud, but you yeah. go back for marketing. Yeah, okay. They knew who I was. Your passion. <laughs> Speaking of marketing, um, Andrea, again, we're really pleased you've joined us today. We have a number of things to talk about. We're going to um, try and ease you into it. Yep. Kelly is has been, so far, the sole person on the show that's able to re relay to us a lot of stuff related to Mom Island and what happens with the moms on hockey trips. Now, the real pressing question that I have for you to start with, I need you on the spot to rank the four flavors of mom water, worst to first. Okay. Karen is by far the worst. Understood. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Which um, is fitting. Yeah. She she doesn't float my boat. 
But then Julie is pretty good. And I don't really remember any other one except for Linda. Oh, Linda. I love Linda. Linda. She's also a Sandy. Sandy's my favorite. I know Sandy. But um, sometimes I'm so excited to, you know, crack one open and stick her in the old koozie. I don't even look at the name. I wonder if I could pick these names. I'm kind of jealous. I would have liked to have been involved. Like, I would have had a Janice for sure. Um, I would have totally, probably a Barb, Barbara. Barb, absolutely. Yeah, Barb's, Barb's a great mom name. So, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt, but that was actually my follow-up question. If you could rename the four mom waters, I need to hear from both of you. Kelly, I'll let you go first this time. Okay, Janice and Barb. Janice and Barb. Um, trying to think of other names. Uh, Deb. Ramona. Deborah. Deb. Deborah. Lots of moms named Deborah. Um, Ramona would be a good one. Ramona's Ramona? nice. That seems very That's exotic. Classy, classy. And I'm trying to think of Don. John. Lots of Dons. There. Yep. And uh, trying to think of other names that were like common mom names growing up. Oh, you know, I might go with Pamela. That's my mother-in-law. Yeah. Uh, I, I might go with the Pamela. Pam, that's a that's a mom name. Corey, same question. <laughs> well, I think you need a, don't you need a Dorothy? There's a Dor- Dorothy. Dorothy. A, Dorothy. Dorothy or Dot. Maybe a Carol. Carol. Carol's, really good yeah. Carol's yeah. such we a mom missed, name. Yeah, do we, we, missed do we have a Janet yeah. in there? Janet. 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 Yep, definitely. All right. Yeah. I, I can play these games too. Elizabeth? No. Elizabeth, Elizabeth is kind of timeless because I know yeah, like kids named Elizabeth. Good. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so it, it but there's certain ones, but it's going to be fun to see the mom names change, you know, like, because like our generation, but like, I, I mean, Kelly's going to be a mom name and that makes me want to throw up a little bit, you know, <laughs> like that. Um, How about I don't know. Kathy? Kathy. Oh, Kathy yeah, was a huge a missed one. opportunity. How yeah. nobody at Mom Water didn't say one of these is Kathy. Yeah. That's a missed opportunity. And Kathy uh, with they're, a K. They're pretty witty though, these Mom Water people. The cans are beautiful. Yeah. They yeah. make you they want they cans like beautiful. They want to jump right in your cart. They do. And the fact that they have no fizz. No, like bad aftertaste. Yeah, like it's almost like you're hydrating yourself with you know little alcohol, and they're pretty high in alcohol. Right. I so, often listeners out there, your double entendres aren't lost on me. Corey, I appreciate it. That's why you're here. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> no, uh. To, to me, I think the ultimate mom water, if you went sort of the natty daddy route and doubled the alcohol, it feels like feels like you need a Tammy in there. Like at the end of the night, you want to really ramp that party up. Tammy. Somebody threw on the classic country mix. The lawn darts are out. All the ladies need a Tammy. Disgusting. Tammy's the yag bomb of, of mom waters, I feel. Tammy's like the Midwest mom waters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got my mom Tammy over here. I think you go state by state. You could have Tammy with a Y, Tammy with an I. A lot of different ways to come at that. Yeah. How about Aaron? Aaron's got to be a Irish mom water. Well, that that would be more so like now as we're getting into like the Gen X moms. Aaron mm-hmm. is a huge Gen X mom sure. name. Uh, Jesse. There's there's a lot of Jessies in the Gen X era. Yep. Um, 
Jessica, Jennifer. Jessica's a horrible mom. Yeah, those are all, those are, as we're getting into the Gen X moms, that's, you know, but I like the boomer generation. I'm going boomer. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. Um, Corey, final thoughts on mom water? Uh, I've never, I've never had it. Um, but I'm I'm gonna have to rock the Carol. I think uh, yeah, the, Carol, the Carol's a classic. Uh, the Carol would probably be like uh, a bathtub mint julep. Bathtub <laughs> mint julep. Yes. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. You know, we should get a hold of these mom water people and right. send them Carol. You I think a, Carol uh, needs to be the next one. The North Dakota Full Tab Sports. Four mom water, of mom water Tammy, Carol. What do you got, Kelly? Ooh, um, we got to throw Kathy in there. We yeah. have to. Okay. Kathy is such a good Carol Midwest Kathy. mom name. Yeah. It's so good. And Andrea, what do we got? Well, I got to go with Carol. I like that one. I like yeah. Carol, too. You know, Carol... Like- Maybe I, I might have to change my Tammy because otherwise we have a nice alliterate. You know, we got a lot of C's in there. C's and K's. Yeah. Do we have a Linda yet? Is there a Linda? Or oh, there is, is a Linda. I there, Linda said. exists. Yep. She, yep. She's such good. A, such and a it's solid the best name. one. Yeah. That's your favorite? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go. So I, I have a couple like more thought provoking questions for Andrea as we go forward. But to keep the fun times rolling, I watched a video today. It was a hundred on three and not what Corey was thinking. Uh, <laughs> it was a hundred children versus three professional Japanese soccer players in a soccer game. Has anybody seen this video? I don't know. It's tremendous. No. Uh, surprisingly, the three professionals are able to like maintain the semblance of a soccer game and score some goals. Do you, as a group, think, let's use kids our age, um, Andrea, your youngest, for the purposes of this question, if we had a hundred kids in that age group, and again, to keep, I saw the saw the Grand Forks Youth Hockey email today. There's 104 kids at our youngest kids age group. If those 104 kids played three NHLers, what would the game be? How would the game look? Well, pick your three NHLers. You want me to pick three NHLers? Or not, or just how would the game go, Andrea? You could, uh, and I encourage people to uh, look that video. If you just Google 100 Japanese kids versus three pros or whatnot, you can see the video if you need a visual reference. Corey's been Googling the whole time anyway, so. Always. Bond Dutch, Paris Hilton, et cetera. Okay, well, what's the purpose of this? Like, or, like it was the just sort of like of a fun, I just, you just know, I saw thing. the video, I thought, hey, this is, maybe <laughs> this is a good hypothetical question for North Dakota After Dark, Minnesota edition. Well, I have a little background in this, and you tell when my youngest Chase Japanese. was. <laughs> oh. I'm not Japanese, however, <laughs> um, but you know when the kids are termites, yeah, and they they let all the kids at the end of a practice go out and play against the five coaches on the ice. Yeah, okay. So I don't know how many kids there are at practice, maybe, I don't know, 25, 50 kids, maybe at, at how many, how many kids do you think? I, are I, cool. I think they capped it at 40 on the ice at one time. At that okay, age, 40 if I remember okay. So you got your five coaches and then this C 
of kids who all bottleneck right by the net yep. and they're falling all over the place. And then you got a few coaches in there who are also falling all over the place. <laughs> and I've said this from day one that somebody's going to get hurt. It's terrible. Somebody's going to get hurt. Somebody's going to get stepped on and no shit. When Chase was, when this all happened, Chase was one of the kids who, you know, everybody's fallen into everybody. He fell on the ground. The coach fell backward because another kid was coming at him, stepped on the back of Chase's leg, and he got 14 stitches, two oh layers my gosh. in the back of his leg, and no he kidding. still has a huge scar. I'm not kidding. He'll what? show you the scar, too. But, yeah, and so I think – so my mom brain goes to, like, what's the purpose of this? Like, what do we want to have all these kids out there for? Like, what – what for? <laughs> I, uh, my, my type I'm going to give myself like, a two-episode suspension just for asking this question. <laughs> is that fair? I'm not going to no, really cancel myself, but... No, yeah. but Terrible. here's the difference. If you think about how big a soccer field is and how much space there probably is for those kids to run around, and, and let's face it, they just have, like, you know, cleats. Can cleats yeah. really puncture the skin? Really that bad? Well, they are soccer players. So, I mean, if they're brushed, there's a chance you're going to have an ambulance on the field, right? Well, that's true. Well, anyway, I think that there's more space in a soccer. Do you think? Is there more space in oh, a yeah. soccer? Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like you put 100 kids in skates with some NHLers. There's not going to be very much space for those NHLers to work. That is true. <laughs> It'd be a little congested. Yeah. Okay, so if we had to like, okay, so like I grew up with metrics, for example, let's convert that. What is an appropriate number? Or should we just move on, Andrea? I feel like I really stepped in it here. No, 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 no. I, I, I think I, can, I got you guys covered here. Okay. Okay, you, Corey, you, I knew you once would. Once again, you're overthinking this. So I, I had to write down my answer. Okay, so here Corey, you go. Hey, if we need less thinking, we always come to Corey, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, his first and second years in the league, Brady Kachuk. I want Tom Wilson and Ryan Reeves. That's my three so NHLers three. against a hundred kids. They're not going to give one shit that these kids are on the ice. No, how Those old kids are going to get their kids? asses stomped? Yeah. How old are the kids? You never told us that. I said twelve. Our, our, our youngest. Like, oh, okay. 11, so 11, 12, you know, eleven turning twelve are already twelve. Reeves yeah, takes out ten deep. kids at once and gives the old bicep just straight up. <laughs> well, and I also. How have many episodes reference... are you going to flex for us? Uh, all of them. Oh, Every single one of no them. one's ever going to see the video except for Kelly's yeah. face. <laughs> That's not true. I sent I sent two sets of uh, video over to Pull Tab this morning. So, and and Pull Tab took one look at it and said, "Yeah, we'll see Kelly's face. <laughs> we're, we're gonna keep it. We're gonna keep it to audio with you guys. So, uh, no reason. Got, yeah, no got a face for old time radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I those kids are gonna get stopped, and I've. My reference would be because when we had at the end of the sports season, the father-son game, I was seriously like, I think this was just the 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 mom hope in me where I'm like, you know, those boys, they're going to do really well. They did not do no, really the well. Da the dad big, big w for the slaughtered, slaughtered those poor children. And I really thought the boys were going to do better than that because I'm like, well, you know, they're a pretty good little group and I'll, yeah. you know, they they really, but no. It, um, it was awesome. It, Yep, there there was a size strength difference there, and those boys, uh, they felt it. So if and they were, if it was a hundred kids, 
three NHLers, they're still barely going to touch the puck. Yeah. The, the kids, not the if I might give a shout out. That was a classic example of 60 minutes of Kelly yelling and not only at her own husband, but every man that stepped on the ice. Listen, I, like I said, and I stand by this. If you guys wanted someone to cheer from you, you should have brought your own mothers. Okay. We birds, those beautiful little angels that were skating around the ice. And so, uh, um, I was totally team kids, uh, not team dads. Uh, yeah. I could not, I couldn't cheer for you guys. And then when my husband tucked it under the bar on your son, yeah. I just about was going to physically assault him. So yeah. uh, it a uh, lot of a lot of emotions that game. I thought I thought we'd capture the attention of a couple moms and keep it. You know, my my mom's dead, Kelly. So way to make me feel bad. <laughs> but my, well, my dad's dead, Kyle. So all right, we if yes. you want to pull okay, that well, card. We can do this all day. Let's do a moment right. of silence. Uh, Corey and Andrea, talk amongst yourselves. Andrea, do you have any parents who are alive? <laughs> you guys? All yes. of them. All, what? all of the yeah. above. Man, what are you like, 20? <laughs> Andrea's dad is a certified beauty. My dad is 100% Polish, and that's why Kyle loves him. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, okay, so we, I think we've covered sort of the jocular stuff. Now, Corey, you can Google that word. I know you went to UND Law, so. Um, I can die. Um, that, you know, that's why I don't get invited back to speak there. You know what I mean? Like, I have uh, I have myself on the roster. I'm, I'm, you know, 15 years and counting without an invitation. Um, Andrew, one of the, uh, the main topics... We wanted to talk to you about obviously you know, hockey mom. You have uh, two children currently in hockey. Uh, one had played hockey, has shifted to other sports now. Um, the big thing we wanted to cover on the heels of uh, a couple of recent episodes is your oldest has uh, now gone through the entire Grand Forks youth hockey system, uh, played with Team North Dakota, real good uh, track record playing his youth and high school hockey in North Dakota. Now he's about to move on to junior. Uh, we really wanted to pick your brain a little bit about your experiences as, as, a, as a parent, and not necessarily a mom, but as a parent, uh, bringing him up through the system. And now, um, and again, I'm not trying to start anything here, but now watching him kind of leave the nest to continue playing hockey elsewhere, um, again, it's North Dakota after dark. We're, we're big proponents of playing hockey in North Dakota or, you know, the hockey system in North Dakota. So just wanted to get your thoughts on it. So could you give us, uh, give us about 52 seconds of your initial thoughts before we start, uh, really doing a deep dive. Corey usually has prepared questions, so we'll give you the floor for 52 seconds. Okay. All things well, Mason. All things Mason. Well, uh, Mason started, he was the first, right, to go through all of Grand Forks Youth Hockey and to go through all this. And I um, had a different perspective then than I do now. Um, but I think Mason is by far, um, he's a better person and student and brother and son than he is a hockey player. Um, I realized that being a hockey player really is just one thing about Mason. It's not, not the thing. Um, and I think too, now that he's really having to try out for these teams and, you know, not making some and being asked to come, you know, continue with others, 
um, but still having to complete the trial process. Um, I have to just kind of, well, what I've decided to do is just let it be like, if it, if it's meant to be, it will be. And if it happens for Mace, it happens. Otherwise, you know, we move on to plan B. Um, no, Andrea, I, I did not give you, um, we don't have a green room. We don't have any prep sheets. We don't have any show prep. We just kind of show up at nine or like in Corey's case, nine Oh three, um, <laughs> for the episode. That's um, we really frown upon Andrea well thought out and well reasoned answers like that. That was very heartfelt, very impressive, but again, not really welcome on the show. Okay. Well, whoever checks my kid and hurts him will really piss me off. I think that's like the one thing that you never want. Um, the hardest thing about when kids get older and they start playing a more aggressive and intense game is the checking. Yes. And uh, Kelly, you just wait. You just wait oh, till somebody, you know, checks your kid into the boards and you want to swear, you know, swear, like yell, like, you fucker, you can't ditch my son. I, no, I hate it. Yeah. I, I absolutely hate it. I actually just read an article that they were talking about Canada is pushing to up the age for checking. Yeah, yeah. They, yep, they're really pushing hard because they're just finding the level of concussions that these kids are having that they truly believe that if they up the age that it will significantly cut down on the concussions and see I it was a really interesting article I was very much in support of it but mom anxiety just led me to like have a panic attack about my own kids getting concussions so like it, it um I'm not looking forward to it in any capacity I put my oldest jet in football just so he can learn how to take a hit because I'm le legitimately nervous about checking in hockey I, I I'm not looking forward to it and I think we can all see emotionally I hold it together so well I should do so well the first kid that you know sends my kid through the boards you know probably won't get into an altercation with that kid's mother or anything that would be unlikely for my personality so it uh Kelly, I'm not sure if you recall being up in World uh, for the Might 2 extended season. Do you recall what you yelled <laughs> at the young man that uh, hit Jet? No, I don't. I probably blacked it out. Uh, just being a child, what a day. Uh, I was standing beside you. Leave him alone. His mom is crazy. <laughs> there you go. That's oh. that's And that's accurate. I, I don't... Um, you know, there's there's uh, no shame in the mental health game. Um, right. And uh, that's yeah, you do want to steer away from the kids with the crazy moms. They're right. they're very well put together, collected moms. Maybe you should hit their kid. Agreed. You and know? now, Corey, I'm going to pick on you a little bit. You have a son that's a little bit older, uh, sort of in, in between ages for uh, uh, the gentleman we're talking about. How was the transition for you from uh, non-checking to checking? And and you know, maybe not you in particular, but maybe Mrs. Corey. I, I think she was more nervous than I was. And I don't say that stereotypically. It was more, my son's played football since he was a fourth grader. And so the, the hitting part of it, I think he was looking forward to. I think it's always harder when you see the first big one your kid takes because you're afraid, will they get back up? But but frankly, the the, the missus, uh, she, she doesn't yell much um, until you really get her to pass that threshold. And and then it's fun. Then you get to sit back yeah. and watch the fireworks. She, if you do get her to mama bear phase, that's one of those times where I just sit back and go, "You better shut up, dude. This lady's crazy." 
And then, and then she'll say, and my husband's going to kick your ass. Oh, uh, <laughs> my, my wife perennially hard... forgets how small I am. <laughs> I Can think the hard out? part is not like the checking, the good clean checks. It's the crappy right. cross checks to the neck, yeah. the right. elbows to the head, the, you know, the, the ones that really can do some damage. Those right. are the ones that you lose sleep over. Right. Yeah. And you worry about teenage boys because they're not the best decision makers or seeing, you know, like, hey, maybe I shouldn't do that because it could have disastrous consequences. They're not good at that. You know, it's that, and that's a tale as old as time. So that's what I worry about, you know, because and especially like now that like everything's for the highlight reel for with kids because everything is so digital, you know, like they, they want to do, you know, that's going to look so cool. That's good. You know, and it's like, it's stuff like that, that my, my, the mom and me just gets nervous. Cause I'm like, Oh guys, please play clean. You know, you have to compete. It's, it's not, it's not tennis. So there's going to be physical contact, but you're just like, you know, you want it to be smart. Cause I, like I said, I will, I will have a panic attack at the drop of a hat. I can do that. It's one of my many talents. So, so Kyle, I found I found more issues with uh, at, as the kids get older. The uh, sneaky, not the big ones everyone sees, but the the slashes where the the armor doesn't protect you and the butt ending uh, back of the knee. Yeah, I my kids come home with more. Actually, this weekend after uh-huh. hockey, he had repeated slash marks up his arms from just taking. Right where the pads, yep, yep. And I'm not, some of them may be inadvertent, some not. It's just, it tends to be as they get older that the kids get more adept at finding those spaces. Now, um, just to kind of circle back to the the initial topic, um, you know, Andrea's oldest son's off to a particular uh, Canadian province. Andrea, would you like a lesson on how to properly or improperly pronounce the name of that province? Because Corey can do a real bad improper pronunciation would you like to hear it andrea just tell me you don't care it's okay well you know i kind of a stickler for doing things right so <laughs> i would definitely like to hear the proper pronunciation andrea is a rule follower yes i'm sorry that is that's hey, true hey that's just fine like and for example andrea was three minutes early for the podcast and Corey, what's your <laughs> typical deal eight minutes late <laughs> On average, Andrea, I was so impressed when I saw <laughs> you rolling so early. Well, you know, I, professional I guest. Yeah, I love it. So, uh, which would you like to hear? You, you. Can, I'd like to hear the professional. Sort version. of like, um, like the showcase showdown. You get, you get to pick from three different people. Which pronunciation would you like to hear? Um, I'd like to hear. Speak. So you guys are, you three are going to say the name, and I get to pick the one I believe is correct. You you get to pick whichever one you'd like to learn from, I guess. Well, Kyle, you're the Canadian. You better Don't teach us. Come on. We're friends. Watch your mouth. <laughs> right well, you were the Canadian. You were Watch the Canadian. Uh, Kyle, <laughs> I, like her, I like her suggested way better. We should each get to pronounce it, and she has to pick the correct one. Uh, Corey, I like it. Hey, why don't you drop law, drop marketing, just go right to game show host. All right. I like it. All right. the Canadian provinces, we could do like one or nine seasons of that. How yeah. many could we get through? Oh, we, I could stretch this thing out to the Simpsons level, 30 seasons. Oh, 30, okay. Uh, Kelly, why don't you go first? 
Um, well, I've been, I've been educated, so I know how to do it correctly. Um, but I'm probably still gonna, um, so it, he's going up to, to Saskatchewan. Yeah. Kyle? You guys can go play in Saskatchewan. It's a crap a one. Now, Andrea, I don't mean to I don't mean to um nudge you in a certain direction, but there's gonna be a rumor hit Twitter tomorrow morning that Kelly's the new first lady of Canada. That's right. That's right. Uh, she can say that in both official languages now. I believe she's going to be a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Yeah. Your choice, Andrea. All right. Um I think I'm gonna go have to go with Kelly's pronunciation. I um I feel like I, that's correct. Yep, it's the land of the living skies. <laughs> and I know that because I saw it on a license plate today, caribou. So yeah. So say it again so I know the proper pronunciation. Saskatchewan. What? Like yeah. spell? Saskatchewan oh, or no, Saskatchewan. The whole middle part isn't supposed to be there. Saskatchewan. <laughs> you're, you're doing it, too much. Imagine you, too have, much you have to have four Lindas and two Carols and then just kind of run <laughs> it all together. <laughs> okay, okay. And then you will say it correctly. Sun is going to Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Yep, Saskatchewan. That's pretty good, Andrea. Saskatchewan. There you go. All right, Andrea. Um, <clears throat> Let's play another game. Since Kyle thinks I'm good at this game show type stuff, uh, yeah. Kyle led you in with, he'll give you the floor for 52 seconds. Give me yeah. your top. Give me your top three other times Kyle has heard that phrase in his life. <laughs> I'll give you the floor for 52 seconds. Yeah, I, I can get you started. Uh, things, yeah, you, Kyle, me... things Kyle has told uh, his ladies of the night uh, when he's working on his night moves. <laughs> Okay. Things Kyle has told his cousins. Let's go. For that. <laughs> uh, how about uh, things in Saskatchewan? Things, yeah, things Kyle's wife. Uh, things Kyle's wife says to him on his birthday. <laughs> yes. All what do you got for us, Andrea? Uh, I I can't come up with anything. I'm a thinker. I need I need time. She needs prep time. Uh, I, I need do, time. But... Things Kyle has heard when he says he'll give you 52 seconds on the floor. Yeah. Okay. Good work, Andrea. Good work. All right. Thanks. Yeah. So, thanks. To to be serious for another second here, uh, your son is off to play junior in Saskatchewan, which is I believe is in Canada. Saskatchewan. Yeah. Uh, just just uh, you know, as 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 a parent, um, you know, with your husband Shane, what what are you guys' thoughts right now? Are, are you guys excited about it? Do you have some trepidation? You know, what, what again? You um, he's the oldest of all the kids in, in the group here. What uh, just kind of walk us through whatever you might want to share. Okay, so I I feel like it's the next step for me. It's like he's ready to move on. Um, I feel a little nervous if he's going to make it, if he's not going to make it, because we go down there for three days, and if he makes it on the third day, they'll let him know, yeah, otherwise we come home. Um that makes my blood pressure go up a little bit, makes me a little nervous. But again, I feel like, well, if Mace wants it, he's going to have to skate for it and do it. Um, I also worry about who he's going to live with, 
Um, you know, he's that would be have, a big one for me. I, I would be hard if your kid didn't like where they were living. You know, that would. Uh, to be fair, most people I've talked to that have went to juniors really loved their billet families, but it'd be hard to live a whole year in a household with people that you maybe aren't that comfortable with. I that's don't why. Know. Yeah, I you don't done. know these people. No, um, no. Mason's very kids? social. I don't feel comfortable and... living with them. What? Have you met my kids? I spend a year with them, and I don't feel comfortable living with them. <laughs> I'm still not comfortable with them. Nobody asked. <laughs> I don't know. I I think too. It's a it is it's a good learning experience. He's going to be uh, on his own. It'll be, you know, life lessons. He's going to learn. You know, whether it's having to make sure his own laundry is done. And I mean, he does that now, but I still bail him out and help him out. And I'm still there to see him pretty much every day. And I think I, my heart will hurt when he's gone. But I think Mason also will really miss his family and his friends and his normal routine here. But then again, I feel like he's totally ready to start this new life and this new structure of whatever's next. Yeah. No, as, as a parent, I guess that, that's the follow-up thing is, you know, you, you spend all the time and energy and money for the, you know, the hockey part. Of course, there's, you know, the life part as well. But like, I understand it's got to be a, a tough thing, but are you also eager to see how your, you know, the work you guys have done as parents have will, will pay off, I guess? I think so. I think everybody, you know, you, you got to wonder what, what's your kid going to be like when you're not there yeah, uh, and you're not around. Um, but I believe in Mason. I think he's great. And he's great. You know, everybody makes mistakes, right. And he's, he's, he will too. And, and that's fine. Um, but I think, like you said, it's time to let him go and yeah. see what, see what we did. Hopefully we did a good thing. Right. Right. Um, one of the topics we, we've talked about a number of times on the show, um, and you know, specific, the episode that just came out yesterday on Apple and Spotify and Pull Tab Sports, episode four featuring Matt Moreland, is um, treat bags. <laughs> no, the oh. Andrea, don't door see. signs. You're ruining my last question. Sure, oh, I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. Uh, Andrea is also a uh, a noted manager of youth hockey team. So that's one of the things we wanted to cover. Um, it's, it's pronounced. One of the things that we talked about with Matt is that uh, it's nice now that North Dakota, you know, when Matt was younger, there were very, there were a number of options. Uh, not many options were pursued. Uh, Matt um, had a line, something to the effect that it was sort of USHL for, or bust for a lot of, a lot of kids. So now there are a lot of different options for different players. And it's like, so your son's going to go play in the Saskatchewan junior hockey league. Um, do you have any, um, nervousness or question marks about him going to, again, it's not far, it's just over the border, but still it's a different country. And even though it's only say six hours away, it's to me as a former Canadian feels very different now. Is that, does that factor into any of your thinking at all versus him going to play a Minot or a Brookings or a Bismarck or something like that? Well, I never thought about that until just now. <laughs> That's why it's thought-provoking But yeah, I am. It does make me a little nervous. Um, plus he will be in another country. Right. So it does, you know, it does weigh on me now that you say that. 
but is it another country? It's the choice it territory. It's it's a province. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, you have to cross. Have to have to cross an international border to get there. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? It it is what it is, right? The there is a lot of opportunity now for kids to play. Yeah. Um, but it's also very different than, you know, when I was graduating high school, we had, um, like four of the kids that I knew from Central play at UND. I mean, that's or play at another division, other Division One schools. Um, that's almost unheard of now. Like that just doesn't happen. It, it, right. Yeah. I, yeah. I just so, thought. Yeah. So so many like twenty one year old freshmen, for example. Right. And it, it's you know the straight, straight from high school to college. For hockey is again not unheard of, but I mean it's it it's the exception rather than the rule. Yes. So they're all right around. Like I did read an article and and that the average age of a freshman hockey player is twenty one. Right. They start, and then don't they often redshirt at times too? They do. Yeah. So and I think yeah, average age twenty one. I think it's twenty eight. For incoming freshmen at Mankato, if I remember right, so I mean that kind of throws it off a little, but um, no, no less. Pause. No. <laughs> I was like, Pause. wow, Pause. 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 you know exactly what you're talking about. Pause Practice in the beer league. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so you know, you know, I know Corey's a baseball aficionado. Uh, you, you can tell if you saw the video; he has upside down sunglasses on his head, which is a tell. Yeah. Is a tell. It, yeah that, that you know it's not something that happens so like this this hockey experience for kids is is unique really to the sport where that's you know you finish high school you go away for two or three years you know to play somewhere else and then come back to a college right so again it, it does present a unique set of circumstances and Andrea said you know in, in her son's case you know a kid that's played his whole career which again is I I really applaud the fact that he was able to play from you know termite all the way through high school in the same same town stay with mom and dad learn those lessons from mom and dad and and now now go on to play junior right so uh, you know as a parent you'd feel that you had the best chance to prepare them you know not to say kids that leave are you know any any less but again it, it's it's nice you don't get the time back and you've made the most of the time hockey wise which i think is something to be applauded right and so, as mason has gone through all this time playing and then I had Caleb play for a bit. You no know, chase is coming up. Yeah. The perspective of having your kids with you and playing hockey. Um, you just realize that hockey's not the only thing. It, right. It's not the only thing. Yeah. And, you know, when we first started with Mason, we, everybody was like, we had a lot of first year parents and we were all like gung ho and, you know, lots of money spent going here, there, and everywhere, which really, when you look back on it now, doesn't matter. Right. It really right. doesn't matter. Right. And now you, you sort of touched on this a little bit. That was sort of one of the other things I want to touch on is, you know, your, your middle son was a former hockey player has now moved on to other sports. Now, just you could kind of compare, contrast how, how that has uh, affected you as parents is not the right word, but, you know, how have you kind of leaned into the other sports and the other opportunities that are available and how does that kind of compare to your, you know, oldest and youngest sons in terms of the, the culture and other things you you, you get to do? Well, I think you gotta. We we're trying to find other things for Caleb to do. Um, he played basketball for a bit, and uh, he actually loved it. He was on um, the B team, but 
he really made some good connections with the boys he was playing with. And we all were there to watch him and cheer him on the same as we, we, you know, would Mason or Chase. Um, and it was really fun. It was fun to be part of something else, to meet new people, definitely a different culture. Right. <laughs> um, no, no, uh, you know, tailgating in the old parking lot before the the tip off or whatever the hell you call it. So you're getting at respectable people. You met respectable people oh, outside of the, the fishbowl of Grand Forks youth hockey. That sounds um, amazing. How did you was, how, how did you handle that, Andrea? How, uh, were you able to like class yourself up to that well, point where people treated you like you were? I brought a, a can. Well, she I, wore her glasses so yeah. people knew oh. she was a lot of can koozie, yeah. you know, a big purse, yeah, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And they then, don't know that mom water isn't a fancy brand of sparkling water. Right. Nobody knew. <laughs> so it, it worked out quite well. Um, and you know, the level of cheering is a bit different, you know. Uh, but it is fun. It's fun to get in with and meet new people and and just enjoy something different like it's okay for Caleb to do something different and try other things he loves track um and so for him being part of Red River Track this last year was lots of fun um he made new friends um reconnected with other friends that he hadn't seen I think one of the great things about youth hockey is that the kids grow up together and they, they usually have a lot going on on the weekends and during the week. So they spend a lot of time together and they build, you know, relationships and friendships. When you, when Caleb was done with hockey, his best buddies that continued to play, he didn't really see as much. And those relationships, some of them kind of fizzled because there was no time really. Sure. Hockey is like, you're round sometimes. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, sure. but so that was some, you know, that was kind of a hard thing. But again, new friendships made. And, yeah. I, I, and um, I've had the opportunity to talk to um, Andrea several times on her deck. And Andrea does, again, not not really appropriate for this show, but, you know, offers a lot of really good insight and into, you know, the different um, rationales for youth sports. And that's one that you come back to all the time, Andrea, is, is uh, you know, making new friends and, and learning new things and setting people up as, you know, good adults on the other side of it. And, and again, that's, a, um, I think, a real good perspective. And typically that's where Corey would go. So, you know, thank you for Corey, stealing Corey's thunder for for the reasonable mm -hmm. side of things. And I guess, Corey, just to, you know, let, let you speak on this. But I think it's called tip-off at baseball. Is there any, like, tailgating before tip-off at baseball how does that go you're just you're just trying to, to twist my teeth here dude there's really, tip-off at baseball come yeah. on so tip-off what, what do you call that yeah. like, Jesus one God. side starts with the ball and kicks it right like kick <laughs> right they kick it back and forth with yeah. a big stick Corey, hey keep in mind i'm an immigrant everybody's so familiar really, with this i'm just this trying is to why he it. only gets the floor for 52 seconds guys really trying this to is it. why you know what I uh, I would have said uh, on the first episode we would have been long done by now, but now that we're you know really offer a lot of quality content, we can go for another ten or fifteen. Andrea, is that okay? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I like man. That's a really wow. good. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, my North Dakota came out. One, you know, um, 
Andrew, you mentioned, you know, sort of a different culture in basketball, and you had the opportunity this past year to be a manager uh, for a sport team. As I understand it, one of the top uh, top two managers in Grand Forks, I'm not going to say who the other <laughs> candidate was. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I know that other one too pretty well. As I heard, a really, really a tremendous guy with great ideas. Um Kyle, I like the new to the country, but still was able to overcome many <laughs> yeah. obstacles to become a high level youth I, hockey I love- manager. So I just wanted to uh, wonder if you can kind of discuss some of your um, the lessons you learned as a manager, some of the other things, uh, some of the advice you would pass along to other perspective. We we get a lot of um, or at least five or six listeners, and some of whom might be involved as a potential or current manager. So some of the lessons you learned and any wisdom you could impart. Well. Here's the deal. I don't think everybody likes my type of management style. I do. Uh, <laughs> I do. I want to put that out there. All uh, right. I support you fully and I will Thank fight you. for you. Right. Thank you. So this momager really <laughs> would rather would rather just support the kids with good old fashioned like advice and you know do you say good old fashions or good old fashioned something well the dads are supported with old fashioned okay sorry i just didn't hear that well yeah kids just get good old fashioned you know pat on the back back hey great job right I, i just don't think it's necessary for us to like spend more money on gift bags that rip open and all the shit falls out on the back of my suburban and then i got freaking gooey shit smushing in my carpet and Preach. you know nobody eat, it's a bunch of sugar and shit and nobody oh my god um I am and there's the really no need for it big hatinest mom that you will find <laughs> I, I just and i feel so bad because again i i'm a self-professed hot mess mom and i'm okay with that i've come to that it's never going to change my children are just going to have to endure it there are really good moms who like have all their shit together and like they have these meticulously organized personalized bags i'm happy for them but also my kids are already spoiled brats please don't add to that i just feel like being like oh buddy let's take you on this super expensive weekend with all this super expensive equipment in the super expensive hotel and a gift bag because you're the most special of all the special kids i don't and, go for it grab and a gatorade and a thing of goldfish and be quiet like it's the parents are trying to have fun right, right? they need to understand that's maybe, what you sports that's maybe that's what the deal is like we're supposed to give the kids the gift bag to keep them busy while the parents lollygag Anyway, I, I still don't think it's a good idea. I think that we should just, you, you don't need to give your kid a gift to play hockey. The gift is nope. they get to play hockey. Plus, we're already going out to dinner and we're doing a whole bunch of shit. Thank if you. we want to do anything, I shared this with the other great manager last year, is mm-hmm. I think you just bring a case, like every parent takes turns bringing in a after, you know, like some kind of a, Gatorade or body arm or whatever drink after um, like during tournaments, like after every game, because kids are always thirsty when they get off the ice. Um, So I think that that's our, that's the money best spent. 
given the reputation of this other manager, did you feel nervous calling him or reaching out to him? Did you have any trepidation and actually like? No, I felt call? like he was. I felt like he was eager to learn from my mom manager skills. Sure. No. Understood. Now, Corey, um, hypothetically, if you were a momager in baseball, <laughs> would you Sorry, put momager. the kids gift bag sunglasses in the bag upside down or do they get to put them upside down when they pull them out of the bag? How does that go? You got to put them on the outside of the bag upside down. Right. So, so, they, so they know it's a baseball bag. Yes, trying to learn as I go in my new country here. And just so you know, I, I coached football tonight with the upside down sunglasses just like this. So, not a, so it could be a baseball and football thing. No, it's definitely a baseball thing. The okay. football tends to be more the guys with visor or bucket hats. I'm sorry, bucket hats are a bridge too far for me. We can talk about them on another podcast. The fact that bucket hats are coming back for our kids is scary. Again, preach. All right, yeah. I support this, Corey. I don't, bucket hats need to never come back. What's a bucket never. hat? You know, uh, fishing hats. Like fishing, they're real popular in the 90s. And I truly believe we peaked as a civilization in the 90s. So I normally, anything like, the bucket hats are no though. They can stay buried in the nineties. I don't need they don't need to come back. And I agree. And our kids wearing them, it makes me angry. It's well, what about a sun hat? Like a sun hat. Like when, when I was on vacation, I wore the whole sun hat. I mean, uh, I can go grab it quick if you want to. That's different. Vacation hats are acceptable hats. Right. Oh, okay. That's acceptable. I will wear a fedora on a vacation. I would never wear one otherwise. <laughs> That's vacation hat. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, to be a devil's advocate, um, given the construction of a bucket hat, I feel that Andrea would be able to construct a very, very lucrative gift bag out of a bucket hat. That's oh. true. Upside down. Shit, I could. That's maybe the only reason they're acceptable would be serving as a bowl. If you get a drink, two door signs. Yeah, you'd have to drinkers. roll the door signs up. See, I'm another one of those people who I work 40 hours a week and then I have a job of being a wife. And then my other full-time job is being a mom to my three kids. So I have no time to make door signs, but I will help out in other ways, but I'm not making door signs to put on a door of a hotel that's going to be ripped off or left there. So again, if another mom wants to take over and do it, if they have extra time, great. But to me, that's a non-issue. Nobody needs door signs. I am an advocate of knocking these kids down a peg. I don't <laughs> think the problem with this generation is that they don't feel special enough. I don't think that's their problem. I think their problem is, is that they truly feel that the world revolves around them. But I identify as a boomer. Okay. So that's where that comes in. I I do. I, I want a paper menu. Don't give me your QR code. Oh, I don't I need want a paper it. menu. Get that filth away from me. Um, I I will print the internet and I will do it if I want to. Um, I identify as a boomer. So I'm like one for like, let's let's bring these kids down a notch. Okay. Let's make them a little thirsty for the for the attention. So they work a little harder, you know? Are bucket hats the upside down and backward visor of the fraternity boy from years past? Or the pop collar. Yeah. 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 That's upsetting. Okay. It's upsetting. Corey, how long did it take you to think of that? <laughs> I know. 
I'd love to tell you there's ever thoughts that take a long time to come from my brain to my mouth, but we all know <laughs> there's not a big threshold there. Very witty. Not a huge, huge filter system. No, it's pretty much, ooh, <laughs> squirrel. Yes. <laughs> That's what I just thought. One of the questions we'd like to ask all our guests, Andrea, and I, our producer, Amanda, reminded me that you are our fourth guest rather than our third. So apologies to our five That's or right. six listeners. Um, what was your opinion of, and did you wear a Von Dutch hat in the late 90s? All right. Um, you're going to have to remind me what a Von Dutch hat is. Uh-oh. Now you offended Kelly. So you offended, like... you offended Kelly. Why don't you say something mean? Corey, say something mean about baseball or upside down sunglasses. <laughs> like a Von Dutch hat? Did people really say that in the 90s? Like, Are I you familiar with Paris Hilton, Andrea? Paris Hilton? Does that ring, ring any bells? She wore a Von Dutch hat? She sure did. And I would know yeah. this because I want to tell you guys a story about me. I went to a Paris Hilton party in Minoman, Minnesota, and oh. met her. Now, now Andrea is impressed. Yep. Yep. I, yep. I'm impressed that Paris was in the yep. Shooting Star Casino. Yes, what were I did. doing at the Shooting Star Casino? That's a really great question. Um, she sat in a rooftop area, and they filled, um, it was a beach party. And they filled the dance floor with sand, which ruined my shoes. And Pete Wentz was the DJ. Um, and you bought a ticket to attend a party with Paris Hilton. And I was there, okay? She did not have a Von Dutch hat on at that time, but it was during her Von Dutch era. So I'm, um, that. I'm Andrea, an expert on it. If you want to go next door and go, in, go through the garage, Shane can get you the code. Go into the house. There are two Von Dutch hats in there hanging up. Von Dutch hat? You mean like a big honking baseball hat? Yeah. Ashton Kutcher was really good for him as well. Like Uh, a trucker hat. Yes, when trucker hats were in their heyday. Worn by not truckers, such as Ashton Kutcher and Paris Hilton and Nicole Rich. Okay, I just saw, I just looked her up. Yeah, I I never sported that look. Yeah, I don't really... I don't think this really happened, Andrea. I think this was some sort of <laughs> I think this was some sort of crazed fever dream that Kelly had once. What are those called? Uh, there's a name for them. Memories, um, like the clearance house checks. Uh, oh, the Mandela the, effect. The Mandela effect, yeah. yes, where where we're all convinced something yeah, happened, it but it never actually happened. This well, it could also be the Fed that's monitoring Kelly's communications has <laughs> implanted these memories. Well, you do have someone who's, uh, let's just I say- I have pictures in the, to prove this, guys. Nah, I have she's, pictures. In the, she's in the salvage and container business and the feds right. may or may not have tapped her phone. <laughs> that is true. That's uh, <laughs> That's got to be keeping my FBI guy busy in and of itself, you know? Okay. And that Kyle gave me the homework to research the, um, but I am telling you, plain girl, which is how I'm starting all of my sentences as well from now on. So All right. that's another one. I'm a little concerned with how and, how uh, um, how much Kyle has fixated on this plain woman. He sends no. me random texts all the time about her. She's the most fascinating person of our time. Andrea, do you know this lady? No, I, I was still like, I never got the full question from you about Von Dutch. <laughs> we lost her at Von yeah. Dutch. Sorry, we lost we don't her all now I know what the Von Dutch hat is. Okay, what was the question? 
There was no real question. It was okay. really just a stream of consciousness. I, I hope you'd find <laughs> something you liked and twigged on to. Andrew's yeah. really trying to gra grasp onto what's happening. Here. Okay, so I'm not just trying really hard to bring it back. So yeah. it's, yeah. The plain just... lady. I so don't know anything about plain you, lady. I'm reluctant to say your name. Corey, you type it out because I, 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 I don't know her name. Name. But I, this podcast has become the inception of all podcasts. We're going to talk about a random comment within a random comment. Let's do it. It's If we're going to conspiracy theories, I'm all in. Yeah. I'm conspiracy all in. Conspiracy Island. Yep. I'm here for it. Um, so, okay. Two more questions for Andrea. At one is um, we ask Kelly all the time about Mom Island. Um, can you tell us just this is an easy one. Tell us your favorite thing about Mom Island at hockey games, which is the group of moms that sit together at hockey games. Oh, my favorite thing about Mom Island. Well, you never have to sit alone. You can always sit with mom. Um, you always have somebody who shares your mostly, most often, the moms sitting around us all share the same perspective on the game. That's true. Right? A lot of group thought. Yeah, a lot of group thought. Like if Kelly is, says, you know, oh, that was a shitty call. We're all like, yeah, it was. That was shit. You know, that was shit. Yeah. Mom Island, you know, it's some com camaraderie. It's good. I like it. Uh, it's another re really reasonable and well thought out answer. Andrea. <laughs> and Andrea is one of the moms I was referencing to you who brings a blanket that I usually end up having to sit next to <laughs> and then like, just like work in like, Oh, I'm really chilled. And they're like, do you want to share this blanket? And I'm like, Oh my God, that's so nice. It's what I had planned the whole time because I don't have the mental preparation and capacity to get out of the house with my children, their bags and a blanket. It doesn't exist. In me. Yeah. And I, it I took just, me a long time, yeah. but now so I, I, leave. Lean, I lean on people like Andrea. Yep, um, just leave the damn blanket in your car. It's there summer, fall, <laughs> winter. It's so always in my car. Yep. Um, I have now purchased for everyone on the podcast today a t-shirt. Andrea has a shirt. Corey has a shirt. A very snug medium, which has made him the very popular gentleman at home. It's called a schmedium a or an extra medium. <laughs> so uh, to tease something out, this will be available very soon. Uh, you will see in the next, call it uh, three to four weeks, a Mom Island t-shirt. Now, I want to take a boat. Is it appropriate for the moms to wear Mom Island shirts or should the dads wear Mom Island shirts with some nice jorts? Ooh. Yeah, that's sexy. New Balance shoes. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I like dads wearing them. I think it's nice um, solidarity. You know, I like yeah. the I like the dads supporting the moms. And you're not invited to Mom Island because that would totally defeat the purpose. But I do like the support. Kelly, Sorry? I want to I want to tag on to that Kelly statement. Can we do a special North Dakota After Dark short episode from Mom Island? Ooh. During an actual game yes. would be fantastic because it's hard to in, recreate the magic. In or, or in between periods, however you guys. Oh, in between periods would be good. Yeah. So yeah. we'll have to turn the broadcast over to uh, our intern Jamie Spurley, and uh, we'll <laughs> yeah. we'll switch we'll switch hats and yeah. we'll do a North Dakota After Dark live episode from Mom Island. From Mom. So Andrea, are, are you on board? Is is Mom Island a mom shirt or a dad shirt? Um, I think it could be a dad shirt if it's done well. 
Okay, and now would you be comfortable with me buying say 20 mediums and we'll just make it work? Yeah. I mean, Corey will look awesome. Well, yeah. awesome, yeah. awesome's a phrase. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the dads in mediums. What, right? what? I'd like to see the design of this Mom Island shirt before I tell you to get um, money. Before you sign off on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to bring on our special surprise guest right now. Uh, TV star, noted lady about town, wearer of glasses, Amanda from North Dakota Nice. Amanda, could you tell us, come on screen and tell us a little bit about the design of the Mom Island shirt. Where's your glasses? I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> You're working you know, on it, though. I can tell. Amanda, I have a very special question for you. Yes. I hope we got to go Von Dutch hat. No, no. I want to know about Kyle's 52 seconds on the floor. <laughs> That's it. That's it. What? I gave, uh, I gave Andrea, our neighbor, 52 seconds of the floor to tell us all about North Dakota, her experience with North Dakota hockey. And so oh, I get I 52 seconds to talk about North Dakota hockey? No, Andrea had it. Corey's oh. trying to make a joke, which like a lot of Corey's things and parts falls flat. <laughs> uh, this Corey, is, this... you don't deserve this. I, I, you know, <laughs> I often, wonder, I often wonder if I deserve Kyle or if God sent me Kyle as a penance for my sins. <laughs> and somewhere <laughs> in between. <laughs> I have a whole list of stories I need to run through um, Kelly's husband, Matt, before I can tell a wider audience. So this is another one. But um, again, we're real happy to have Amanda on. One of the segments I wanted to close with, um, since Andrea does offer a lot of very well thought out answers. Uh, I've had the opportunity to talk with Andrea about this. Where are you going? Oh. Oh, no, I, I had you on just for the glass. That was all 52 <laughs> seconds. In Only case for the glass. <laughs> Andrea, now that your son's about to leave for junior, what is one piece of advice, hockey or otherwise, you can offer to your son before he goes? You get to go first. I think it's always get up and go. Even if you have a bad game, get up and go. Okay, keep going. Don't give up. I like it. Amanda? So this is to Mason. Yeah, if you had to if you had to call Andrea to give her a piece of advice to give to Mason. So this is like a game of telephone, but you have to tell Andrea this advice. Okay, well, I've, I've given Mason this advice. No, give it right to Andrea. Which is that stay away from hockey moms. <laughs> yes, you did. You have. That is a good one. We've all seen <laughs> Miss McGill from uh, uh, Youngblood. Young we Blood. know what yeah, happens. Good reference. Um, yeah. Kelly? Um, I'm going to quote one of the greatest cinematic masterpieces of our time. Uh, mean girls and that is if you have sex you will get chlamydia and die and I just want him to go in with that attitude um so that he's afraid to do to make you know wrong choices so um that would be what I would lead with the other thing would be just keep being the amazingly awesome kid that you are Mason is pretty magnet magnetic and he will just succeed but stick with the you will get chlamydia and die it's no, just this, a good it's a good lesson it is gonna, it's a good I, piece yeah i'm gonna go to corey but just you know much like the onion or the babylon bee um satire has become reality and in estevan saskatchewan <laughs> kelly's advice is not tongue-in-cheek also you'll get chlamydia from tongue-in-cheek but 100 <laughs> percent kelly's advice is uh for real in estevan I won't steer you wrong. I'm just, you know what? It's um, like I said, if you haven't, make him watch Mean Girls. Okay. That's, it's an important Again. film that everyone should see. 
Yeah. yeah. Corey, advice to Andrea for Mason. Not everyone can be as loquacious as Kelly is. So <laughs> I, I'm going to just go with the, the two word Irian motto. Maybe you've heard it before. Maybe you haven't. But if you ask Don't an Irian, suck. Don't that's suck. right. Don't suck. Don't suck. <laughs> Don't suck. I like it. Corey, I had to give myself that advice. I went to a tough meeting last week and I was like, yep. I put a good mantra in my mind and <laughs> my head was, don't suck. Don't, so, don't suck. Just don't suck. <laughs> this podcast is not North Dakota work advice, Amanda. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's no but wrong I, time for Erian advice. Yeah. It's nice uh, to hear it's catching on. <laughs> wonderful. Uh, my advice to Andrea for Mason is keep in mind that a girlfriend is a career ending injury. <laughs> Especially Corey tells his, I think, baseball players, um, all, all 11 of them, play the field. Corey, I think uh, next episode, I think you and I should go to Sinbin. Uh, if Agreed. you're listening, you should probably sponsor us. You could bring your wife on. You, these guys could do the Real Housewives, you know, south of 40th, we'll call it. And just Oh, I like it. Yeah. He just came in for a brief moment, took a look at me, and she said, would you like another drink? I said, yes, please. So I, yeah, I could have pulled her in. Speaking of nice ladies, that's if, if out there in podcast land, uh, there is a, a problem that I have when I go anywhere without my spouse, who's just come back in the room, so she can come on and briefly say hi. Um, and she shakes no, but um, <laughs> everywhere I go, um, people always say one thing to me: "Oh, where's Jess?" Everywhere <laughs> Jess goes without me, they say, "Hi, Jess." <laughs> Don't read into that, Sorry. Corey, okay? <laughs> Don't read into that. <laughs> We're always happy to see you, Corey. Hi, Hi. <laughs> There's your hot wife. Everybody, everybody, I, another certified MILF, okay? <laughs> There's three on here, three cert, because this is coming in audio. I wouldn't lie. I'm another woman, three certified MILFs. Who's the, who's the non-MILF out of this group? Well, it's me, but that's okay. <laughs> Just so you know, Kyle, it's not a baseball reference, but it's football. It's called out kicking your coverage. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. B bottom of the ninth inning, right? If you're not things are not going well, you can out kick your coverage and end the game, right? Oh God, Kyle. You're killing me today. Real shit Is it Kyle Expert. Mm -hmm. He 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 goes to sleep at night, writes in his little scorebook. The days, the games of the day. Ask, says things like, "Oh, I sure hope Detroit wins the World Series." <laughs> I've got five dollars in the World Series, so you know, if I win forty-two dollars, I'm going to promptly retire from everything, including this podcast. I brought Kyle to one baseball Don't you game. Dare. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle and I went to a baseball game. They hit a home run. Kyle stood up and screamed touchdown. I vowed to never bring him to another game. Fantastic. Um, I have a question for Jess. Yes, sir. I sent you a tremendous sale on flannel. Oh, goodness. Did you, you did. capitalize on that town, sale? So I was unable to go to that store that you mentioned. That's okay. <laughs> Corey, you're still uh, wearing the old. Jess has very strict rules around what her Corey Oh, I remember. and uh, she has a very narrow vision of what kind of flannel is appropriate for Corey. But Corey, you keep rocking the same, like, is it a brown flannel? 
Uh, or no, orange? I, I yellow. own one flannel. It is a gray and white flannel that yes. reminds me of Tony Bina, and therefore yes. I would. I remember now. Yep, Jess and I were on the hunt last year trying to find you a new flannel, but nothing seemed to fit. Your they personality. don't make flannel and extra medium. I'm sorry. It just doesn't happen. Medium. 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 The sizes are just not abounding in the flannel. Jess, I'm, I'd like to also give you the opportunity. Uh, we were trying to uh, close the podcast with advice for Andrea to give to her eldest son as he departs for junior hockey. It can be hockey or life related. And we'd be eager to hear uh, what you have to tell Andrea to put you on the spot. Advice for Andrea or advice? For well, it, it, it's for Mason, but he has to go through the filter of Andrea because she's very reasonable and, and, and well-spoken. Um, I would say... Always remember to call your mom. Oh, well done. Oh, that's the best Second one. Advice. This is Corey, why this people like Jess way better than Corey. Yes. <laughs> God. Yeah, that was good, Jess. Nailed that it. That was good. Yeah. Uh, the standards well, I cannot live up to. <laughs> but you should. You should. You should. Good. When in doubt, call your mom. Call your mom. Always. And, uh, and if your mom doesn't answer the phone, you should call Andrea's Construction. No. Andrea's Construction is available for residential. They're available for commercial. They do design build. They do fantastic work. I had the opportunity to tour one of their recent projects at the Icon Arena in Grand Forks. Lovely work for all your residential and commercial needs. Andrea's Construction, that's E-N-D-R-E-S. Amanda, spell construction, because I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have a little accent when you say Andres. Yeah, that's, you your, have an that's your opinion. Andres <laughs> construction. Okay, now everybody gets this. Okay, we all we all had an opportunity to say Saskatchewan earlier. Now everyone gets to say Andres. Kelly, but that's Andres. not how you said Andres construction. Nice, Amanda. Andres construction. Jess. Andres construction. <laughs> Corey. Andres construction. Andres. <laughs> It's it You have to put an emphasis on the first part of the word. Marble. It's it's the French Canadian and Kyle. He wants to go Andres. Andres. Yes. He wants to so bad. It's, it's Andres. It's in him. But you can Andres. take the C Canadian out of Kyle, but you can't take the Canadian out of Kyle. Well, to yeah. bring it back to Corey, my my favorite uh, Montreal Expos quarterback of all time was Andres Galarraga. So I think that's where it comes from. Right. Yeah, that's exactly how it sounded. Yeah. Thanks. Andres construction. And in any event, go to Google E N D R E S. Do not look up the that Emmer Effer on the plane lady isn't real. Look <laughs> up this construction. I found her. Kelly, Kelly, come on. Please do the two fingers for me because you know how she did it. <laughs> that motherfucker is that motherfucker back there is not real. Okay. And that's that's my new quote for everything. Any question I am asked. That's what I'm answering. And uh, the look on Jess's face and Andrea's face suggests we should cut this off so they can spend another 45 minutes Googling this entire <laughs> Look it up. I got her pulled up. Yep. It'll change yeah. your life. Change your life. Yeah. Yeah. The lizard people are here. <laughs> That's true. Andrea, this is minutes you never this podcast for <laughs> Tiffany Gomez. Uh, Kyle's 52 seconds on the floor. Um, Von Dutch hats. And uh, 
different devices that are used to pronunciate the rear posterior. I don't know what you come here for. Yeah, and, and two special guests. Yeah. Three special guests. Yeah, who's, <laughs> once again, who's the special guest? Andrea was an announced <laughs> guest. Two surprise guests, we'll say. <laughs> Thank you, listeners. Thank and you, Mills. Andrea. And <laughs> Thank you, Milfs. Thank you, Milfs. Milfs. Yeah. See, Sorry. and I wasn't including myself in the Milfs because it's like a real, that's a real tacky move to be like, to call yourself a Milf. But I can certify you guys as Milfs, okay? And I have I my degree. Real milfy milk move would say to say you are a Milf. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's a little, it's, it's a little, it's a little full of yourself. So, but I can certify you guys. I've taken the course. So. You know, Kyle, uh, if they've made it to the end of this podcast, our next t-shirt after Mom Island will be certified MILF. Certified MILF. Or certified MILF I've speaker. taken the course. Yeah. I've taken the course. DTM <laughs> down to Frodo. All right. That's another one of my favorites. Because that's obviously what that means. I'm always DTF. I'm always down to Frodo. I have a shirt that says DTF that says downtown forks. Ooh. Another DTF. Yeah. Always DTF. Kyle, I'll email yep. you a sketch of the Mom Island t-shirts later tonight. <laughs> Just a rough sketch. After you're done Googling the lizard people. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, have Jess, a, I have a lot I'm of research. We invited you on this podcast. Jess was just a nice person going about her day. Yeah. Now, <laughs> deep, cuts, deep cuts from episode six, man. <laughs> episode eight. This is eight. That was six. <laughs> how, long do you guys, how long does this podcast go? Well, uh, we're, we're yeah. on a 24-hour cycle right now. We started at a hot 38 minutes, uh, which is like my first date, and now we're at 98. <laughs> you're 17 in marriage. So. As soon as Kyle, Kyle you're, on, you're on vacation, aren't you? I'm never on vacation. But I mean, yes, technically. Where, where are you guys at? We're at the lake. Oh, so my parents. I want to go back to the lake. There's lots of room. Drive on down. I'll drop you a pin. Well, I have a girls' golf tournament that I'm uh, participating in on Thursday, but I have to go tomorrow to start practicing and, you know, getting, you know, ready for the whole women's golf experience. Well, sure. Okay. Um, I bet you there may be some Von Dutch hats present. Could be. Maybe a juicy couture tracksuit. If you're lucky. Absolutely. Uh, Corey, there are UGG men's sweatsuits available at the same place where you can get flannel shirts. So maybe you should show up uh, at work tomorrow in an UGG sweatsuit. Got Jess's attention. Yeah. I'm going to choose to uh, invoke uh, the fifth on this one. You probably have extra medium. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they it probably do make an extra medium. 100%. Okay. Bumper music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why producer Amanda is here. Uh, thank you to everyone for joining us. We'll probably have to edit this down to a <laughs> a reasonable, a reasonable amount of time. <laughs> yeah, I'll gonna just edit me right out of the podcast. Just he's gone. That'll, that'll save us at least. Maybe we should edit Kyle out of the podcast. It'll be fifteen minutes. <laughs> top three parts of this podcast. Uh, okay, thank you to everybody for joining us. We appreciate it, Andrea. Thank you for your time. Thank, thank you for all the jokes. Jess, thank you for being a good sport and coming on. Uh, Andrea, thank you for all your insights into uh, your hockey journey. And Amanda, thank you for coming on and put you, putting your elbow in my back. 
Welcome. Mm-hmm.